Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, I'm Jules. Hello, I'm Sarah. And welcome to Jules and Sarah, the podcast. Oh, well, welcome, darling, and hello. I love how you're saying that now. Oh, do you? You're really like, you yes. really get well, in Well, I it. really mean it. You really set the tone yeah. nicely. I'm just so impressed they've come back, to be honest. <laughs> You've come back, dear listener, and I can't tell you how delighted I am about but, it. But that, the way that you say it is almost like the vicar's wife, you know, over yes. the stable door while she's got a cup of tea in her hand. Well, I mean, that is my goal in life, <laughs> let's face it. One day I will be a vicar's wife. <laughs> Whether the vicar likes it or not. Don't mind me, your clergyman or whatever. Don't mind me, Harold. Harold. <laughs> Just popping another flapjack on. <laughs> oh, gosh. So, hello and welcome and do come in and take a seat. <laughs> Harold will be down in a moment. He's just finishing his sermon. Can I have some flapjack, please? Of course, darling. Oh, I've, got, I've got 84 tins worth. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, look, coming up on the podcast today, the heat, the damn heat. Yes, I'm moaning about the heat once again. And we will have news from Sheila and Ken. Yes, it's a Ken week and it's a story from the vaults. Oh, God! It's one of the most amazing stories ever. <laughs> we started this a couple of weeks ago, if you've missed this, dear listener, that um, just for whatever reason, if we can't get hold of Ken, Sheila or June, we pull a story from the vaults, from the archive. Well, I spoke to Ken. Ken was like, you must have been thin on the ground that week to tell that story. I was like, <laughs> Ken, I couldn't get hold of any of you. Ken, the phone was ringing out. <laughs> but he... Um, He's given me this story. Oh, brilliant. Which was, I'll tell you how yes. it get, how we lead on to that. I love it. Because June started doing this, sending bits in for the podcast. This would be good. Sending well, it in. Because now they've been to the live. They know yes. that it's real. Oh, they've got a bit of editorial control over the whole thing. That's it. They've got their eye well, on Well, they've met Port Salut crew. Yes. They know that it's It's all act- become a thing. It's not just you and me sat in a damn bedroom with a mic messing about. <laughs> Although it kind of is. It kind of is, yes. Um, correspondence, of course course a little bit of news from the north why not why the hell mine's not? incredible <laughs> like, incredible is it what's it about uh shop names oh great you know exactly oh, where this good. is going sounds like another bell end <laughs> if you're up. minge lane yes. <laughs> if you're listening on public transport apologies to the fellow passengers but you are going to be howling lolling. yes um my my now you know we've done food reviews before and who could forget the amazing food review at the live um this (laughs) this is a story i'll explain later on but it's a story that somebody's written for the local paper 
Much in the style of Charles Dickens, I suppose. Oh. Way back when. Good. Yeah, so that's coming up. It's very, very funny. That's on the way later. How the hell are you, darling? Well, uh, this week um, I have... Now, you know, you will know that I'm travelling... A lot. Oh, too much. A Some lot. would argue. Oh, yeah. And I, I, whether I, you're coming or going, that uh, washing machine's never off. Disclaimer: I'm not offering tea and coffee up in the Mile High Club. Let me tell you, I am travelling <laughs> with work. Um, but I was really struggling recently with like eating healthy food. Yeah. And you know, you and I are big fans of the shred. Now it's not about weight loss, but it's about feeling good. Yeah. And so I've had this eating big. Eating well. I've had this big moment. Where I'm like, I'm just not eating healthy. Like it's really hard to get healthy food in American airports, for example. Mm. I'm really struggling. If any of you in America know what the hell I can eat in an yeah, airport because going on? everything is like deep fried it's bread I'm just like oh you think God. Gwyneth Paltrow would get stuck into that private jets yeah oh of course she's on the yeah, jet yeah no, I mean more oh. of like pop into Gwyneth's oh Gwyneth hasn't got time no, for that no she else. hasn't she's not interested <laughs> she's not interested in taking on that workload <laughs> no <laughs> one is enough no nobody can face it <laughs> nobody can face buying the avocado in so this weekend I would like to say that I have grated a cauliflower <laughs> i made cauliflower <laughs> hash browns i had a day by myself and i was like that's it i'm gonna pre-cook i did cauliflower hash browns yeah. now tip, dry not at all oh. cauliflower hash browns i read online i got the tips yes um read <laughs> yeah yeah found her directly you know with a tea towel <laughs> tip. Yeah. um she with <laughs> hash browns what are you thinking cauliflower thanks bye so you, um, Gwyneth told me, she didn't yeah. really, um, to put a baking tray down, then put a tea towel underneath and then put your cauliflower on and grate it on that. So as it flails off everywhere, yes. it's all capturable. Yeah. yeah, like the net. Well, it really gives and gives. I got loads. No. And then you add two eggs, then you add a bit of chilli, onion, mix it together and then you fry it in a griddle pan and it makes a little hash brown. Oh, does it not fall apart? No, 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 because you've got to do them thick. Yeah, right. Anyway, so I had them, then I did a big vegetarian stew. Mm. And then I also homemade, like, did homemade granola. Oh, And hi. today, actually, I had to take, I tried lactose-free yoghurt, and I've not had a reaction. No, that's So I think I could have a lactose intolerance. Oh, you're bound to, darling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, <laughs> oh, come to think of it. Um, but I also uh, did yoga again, because I fell out of doing this yoga. Now I, I revisited the goals. Yeah. I, you know, I'm really realigning we again. We should, actually. We should go back to our 18 and 18. I've got it on the fridge. I've been going through, crossing oh, off. You? Yeah, I've still got to climb an indoor wall. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That means booking it. Oh God, I'm meant to be getting a sausage dog. That's not going very well. Spending all the money on paint. <laughs> Taxidermy. <Yeah. laughs> There's a loophole in everything, darling. <laughs> but also, on my 18 was to train the thing. Oh, I'll do that in 10 minutes. Sit there. It dog. doesn't fetch, but it's very quiet. <laughs> so, um, I... Went swimming. Now, I haven't been swimming for a long time and I could not find my swimming, like, bag with all my products in. Yes. Now, it, I had a bag that was, like, a clear zip and it had anti-chlorine shampoo, anti-chlorine conditioner. Oh, my God. Uh, like, facial lotions, everything. So, I didn't have to panic. It had locker, like, keys for lockers, goggles, flippers, hats, all that kind of Good thing. Good Lord. <laughs> so, I couldn't find it. Well, yeah. what did I, I have to reach around, grab stuff together, get it all together. Yeah. God, I forgot how cold a swimming pool is. <laughs> <laughs> I got the fright of my life. Was it outdoors? That. No, it was indoors. 
Oh, you want to say something? It was they want to crazy. turn it off. That's ridiculous. An indoor pool. It was so cold. I'm really yeah, surprised. yeah. And then afterwards, they didn't have any of the bags to put your trunks in, so I had to walk home with dripping trunks. Oh, fuck. That I was like, sake. God, I hope I don't get seen now. Do you put them in the, you know, the little box thing that goes? Ooh. Yeah, yeah, really did enjoy you dry it. them? No, they didn't have a dryer. That was where the are issue. you going? This is a pond. This isn't a pool at all. Was that a private members club? You are joking. Well, they... Teething problems. I'll Teething say, problems. What, the heating's broken. Yes, yeah, so I've I've really been I'm really like revisiting my holistic ways. Yeah, not good. You needed the that. The Palo Santo has been burned <laughs> around my flat. I've been Lovely. going through the motions. I've been really yeah. getting back into the spirituality of it mm. all. I I actually great tip for everyone, and I must share this. My cousin told me that every day you should be spending twenty minutes a day outside. Now it has to be a solid 20 minutes. So it can't be like five minutes to the shop, five mm. minutes back and you add it up. Oh, just 20 minutes yeah. a day, sit outside and just appreciate being outside. I've been doing it. It's amazing. Is it really? It is amazing. I was, like it's a total game changer for me. That's amazing. Yeah. I sometimes don't, I don't leave the house for days on so end. That's the thing. You can become this, like, yeah. especially for us as freelancers. Oh, never. <laughs> Never go outside. <laughs> I looked at my step count the other day. Right? <laughs> 25. Oh my God, it was 700. 700 steps in a day. I mean, the only thing that I would say is, you know, the figure of eight round the flat. I mean, that must put at least, you know, that's another couple of hundred on, surely. <laughs> but yes, 700 steps. You meant to do 10,000. <laughs> And you know, do you ever do that when it like shoots up and you think, hmm, what did I do that day? Oh yeah, I went in, I went to do the paint. That's what I did with that Inclines. day. Yes, that's it. Um, How are you? Well, I'll be honest, darling, the heat. The heat's been doing me in and it's only just the start of Can it. Can I just say though, Sarah, I mm. walked in. Sarah, for the first time in my entire life, I've seen eating quinoa homemade with vegetables. Yes. It looked delicious. It was couscous. I must interject. Oh, I hate couscous. I'm glad I didn't have any. I thought it was quinoa. <laughs> no, darling. I wouldn't know how to cook But quinoa. I was so impressed yeah, with you, darling. Yeah, homemade you... lunch. Really That's getting it. into it now. And John, I said to John yesterday, when he brings some chicken back, he bought a whole cooked roast chicken. Reduced. <laughs> he pulled it out of his rucksack. He was like, you wanted chicken? Yeah, like some sort of hunter-gatherer that had come in. Um, it's very enticing. But yes, I feel like this is a beauty question, actually. Mm. When it's this hot, I get a lot of tiny little spots. Sweating. Is it sweating? You're sweating, yeah. Oh, so what's God. happening is your skin can't breathe in this heat. So yeah. it's not being able to... I can't breathe. So what you need to do is use a toner mm. and really clean your skin every day and every night because otherwise that's when you get like blackheads and like... Or there's it's congestion. Your skin can't breathe properly. Would the um, molecular water help? Micellar water. Yes. Yeah, that would help. But I would I would use a deeper cleanse than that. Sure. I would take your makeup off with that and then cleanse. Now, shall I use that in the morning? The micellar. Micellar water. <laughs> use that at night to take your makeup off. Yeah. But don't use it in the morning. It's not. A, it's not a cleanse. Oh, how, okay. So I'll just wash my face in the morning. Yeah. Okay, fine. Yes, good. I'm glad we did this. <laughs> yeah, but also splash your face with cold water afterwards because yeah. that will close all your pores. Okay, great. This is this is invaluable. Go outside, wash your face. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I'm here. <laughs> um, also, a little bit of wedding update Ooh. while we're here. The six-month window. 
has passed. <gasps> we are now on the counter. We're less than six months away from my wedding. I drove I'm... past the venue today. Did you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gave oh, it away. Oh, thanks, darling. A little blessing. The sage walking around it. The working man's club in Shepherd's Bush. <laughs> there it was. <laughs> um, June is becoming, you know how June gets on one, MOTB. Mm. You know, it was hats for a while. She's getting very worried about the exact wording in the invitations that will make it clear that people are not to bring children. Even though everyone's been told... Oh, I just got an amazing children. invite. with oh, with. You? I've got loads of strap lines and stuff on there. Okay, great. Yeah, I'll send them through. My fridge, honestly, my fridge is busy with invites yeah. that people don't want kids. <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? <laughs> Babes in arms, she was very keen on. Babes in arms only. Like, only a baby that you I'm can I'm familiar with what it means. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, other people have said, like, as we don't have children of our own, yeah. um, we don't wish to have children at the wedding. Other people have said, um, we're only having family children, therefore it gives you a night off. Yes. that's. I think we're going to go night off, let your hair down type thing. Put a spin on it. Yeah. <laughs> Mum said as well. June said... <laughs> Hmm, I think we should say that the venue's inappropriate for children. A sort of death trap. <laughs> like for spikes kids. everywhere and lasers. Don't bring your kids, yeah. <laughs> Tripping, falling, tumbling down. <laughs> Giants that eat children, that That's kind of thing. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. So, yeah, less than six months. And I haven't done what you said. I have not booked the wedding dress appointments yet. I know, I know. What I'm are you do doing? It. I'm going to do it. Sarah, this is classic you. You're leaving it to the I last know. minute and it'll really come it's on you. Really You're only going to get married once, so just book it. All right, fine. Don't do mess about with it. you know what? I'm doing, I'm doing By the next quite... time I see you, because I'm away again, yeah. by the next time I see you, I want it booked. All right, fine. I'll book. And if All it's right. not, I'm going to hit the roof. Okay, fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to march you down there myself. Dress I'll up. book it for my. I'll book it for you. <laughs> You'll be going down in Vera Wang. June will be crying when that price tag comes God, up. Did you say that? I said to June, I was like, "Oh, the dresses," and she went, "What about Vera Wang?" And I said, "Vera Wang." I said, "Are you joking, Mum?" I said, "Carrie Bradshaw got married in Vera Wang." She went, "Oh, right." In fact, what did I, I did? You'd laugh. I didn't call it Vera Wang the other day. I was telling Vera Wang that story. I did. Of course, it's something like that. I think I did call a Vera wing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, all right. I promise. I promise that I will book it. Portsloo crew, I promise. I promise that I'll book it. Should we do a bit of correspondence? Let's. <laughs> cool. Cool. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Okay, we have had a DM on our Instagram. Um, it's from Carino1201. Hi. Um, <laughs> just to be clear. Yeah. Don't want any confusion. Hi, I just wanted to say thanks for always making me smile. I've been a fan of the podcast from the very start and listened to it because I really like Jules' YouTube channel. Oh, oh lovely. Them over. Um, it was the first podcast I'd ever listened to and it is still my favourite. It oh. provides a bit of light relief from a pretty crappy time I've been going through and I always look forward to it coming out on a Friday. I also really enjoy the Wobble podcast, but I really hate my body so much that I find it hard to listen sometimes. Oh, love. My body is ugly and fat and my eyes don't work properly and I can't have children. It makes me so very sad every day mainly because I can't give my handsome and so lovely husband the children he so badly wants oh, I'm grateful for the blessings I do have but every day I'm embarrassed and I'm just that bit blind and it just causes embarrassing situations or I'm just too fat and I don't know and people judge me but mainly not being able to have children just hurts so deeply every day my body doesn't do the very thing it should be able to do the thing that millions of billions of women can do so easily anyway Thank you for making me smile through all of this mangful stresses in life. You really do make a difference. What an amazing message to write. That's, that takes that's, a lot oh of my gosh, bravery to send that message. Absolutely massive. And I'm sure, I mean, God, Sarah and I have not met you. We don't know, we, we don't know but I'm sure you are a wonderful human being. Absolutely. And, and like body aside, situations aside, you know, you have to remember that there's so much more to life than focusing on the negative. And yes, things might not have gone the way that you wanted them to, but you know what? You're still alive. You're still on this planet. And my advice to you is would be go out there and enjoy it. Darling, sending you absolutely all the love in the world, actually, for that. Sending you absolutely loads. This has come in from MDNRSN, uh, who says, Thank you for your lovely podcast for cheering me up on the train home early from school. Anxiety and panics are ruining my school experience, but your podcast does something to try and help pull me through. Darling, hang on oh. in there. There are things that you can do. There are things that you can do just to make you feel a little bit better. So keep working on it. Keep finding those little things because once you do, they can just help make everything a little yeah. bit easier there. Um, we adore you for getting in touch. We love you writing to us. It's yeah. Jules and Sarah podcast on Instagram, slide into the DMs. If you don't want us to use your names and stuff like that, like Just don't worry, know. it's absolutely fine, it's totally cool. But yeah, we would always, always love to hear from you and it's fine to write as well and say I'd rather this doesn't get read out anything like that if you just want to connect we are here we are here and available um we'll give out the um address at the end of the podcast for you to write subscribe yes. to us send us little things if you like um but for now 
How is Ken? Now, Ken, um, I don't know how this conversation came about, but it, it did. We were, <laughs> the best kind of no, conversation. No, I know. I was telling him about a bit of a drunken situation I'd got myself in recently, which sure. I won't go into for personal reasons, but it did involve me waking up in the morning to a real telling off. Because <laughs> I'd, had, I'd had one too many roses. <laughs> sure. Ken then said... Now, this reminds me of the time that I was at the Cannes Film Festival and I had a meeting with scriptwriter Linda LaPlante. <laughs> Say no more, Ken! Sure! <laughs> he was like, it was back in the time when I was working for Yorkshire Television and we'd been out on the lash the evening before in Cannes and I drank far too much and to be perfectly honest with you, I hadn't been to bed. I then had a script pitch with Linda LaPlante <laughs> the next day. <laughs> Linda Laplante. It's rice all over again. <laughs> at, at which point I sat down after shaking Linda Laplante's hand and realised that it was not soon a bit like... That it was, was not Linda Laplante's <laughs> hand at all. <laughs> it was Linda LaBush. <laughs> But it, it was so, I soon realised that I needed to vomit and it all started <laughs> Yes, okay. It all started to take a horrible turn. I started sweating, the scripts were being passed around and I had to make my exit. Okay. I came back to the meeting room and it was a very small room, so I know my breath will have stunk. Oh, and I had to sit God. down and finish the meeting with Linda LaPlante. <laughs> Ken's TV career oh never gosh. fails. Do you know what? That's, I mean, that's his TV career in a nutshell right there. If you just needed one story to explain what it was like in the glitzy heights. I think he wants... Vomit, <laughs> almost vomiting on Linda LaPlante. I think he wants Mr. Flight because he was at Elton John's party or something. Oh, for heaven's sake. Ken's really brushed up oh against them. Oh, my gosh. He used to have a desk with Carol Vorderman. <laughs> They shared a desk. Hot desking, was it? Well, it was like they were next. They worked in the same office. His desk was next to Carol Vorderman's. <laughs> I was like, she's she's obviously really taken that platform better than you have. <laughs> yeah, they both. <laughs> you both had the same opportunity. Oh my gosh! And she went into cabbage soup, leaving <laughs> him behind. I once had a history teacher who was doing that diet, Carol Vorderman's diet. She bought this whole thing out, a lot of soups, a lot of cabbage soups. I don't know what was involved with it, but I. T- she was absolutely livid. A history teacher. Like the first day she was like, oh yeah, blueberries, yeah, great. That was exotic in the in the naughty. Yeah. So she was eating. They were exotic at yeah. one point, weren't they? <laughs> she, but she was doing it all, bringing it in. Day three, she'd had enough. She had it like <laughs> bloody Carol Forderman. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. How the hell is June? Well, June, I can actually confirm is on her way. She's on the trip. She's on the pendolino as we speak, tilting slightly in first class, trying to re- trying to resist eating the fruit cake. Mm. To be honest, but she- what's that thing you love in first class? Uglies. Yeah, that's it. God, they're so good. I bought John loads of them for Christmas. If you honestly, it is worth paying the upgrade just to get an ugly. God, we got smashed on that train. Oh do you remember? God, we really did. <laughs> When June had given me all the Slimming World mags, that's what got me started on Slimming World. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was coming back from Manchester. Oh, God. I think you will end up on that cover. Do you, darling? Do you really think so? Yeah, the <laughs> way that that couscous 12th. is going. I know, do you know what I mean? Um, not so much the Crab Benedict no. all over that holiday. Um, but when I was, you know, when I was at home, we were trying to kind of planning some of June's new looks. 
tracks, right? Mainly for orchestra. She was trying to find a top to wear to orchestra. And you have to, she has to wear all black, but she also has to wear something that's not too restrictive so she can fiddle, right? But she doesn't want to have her arms out. She's a lady of a certain age. So she, she pulled this one at this top out. She went, oh no, I can't wear that. No, that's my, that's too hobo. I was like, hobo? I said, do you mean boho? <laughs> it's a bit bo. To be honest, hobo, boho. They're both the same look as far as I'm no, concerned. No, darling. Oh Derelict and boho are two very different looks. <laughs> boho is my worst look. One of my best friends is like Miss Boho. Is she? Yeah, she's bet, amazing. Oh my God. Do you know what? I don't think you can do boho if you've got boobs. There. Oh, she's booby. Is she? Yeah. I'd be very interested to see how she's getting away with that. They own Merrill's Antiques in Falmouth, if anyone's down there. <laughs> yeah. She's very boho. <laughs> She'd have to be. <laughs> she is, she is. Um, but she sent me a message. Oh, God, it was so cute. She sent me a little message of her packed lunch for the train, which was very, very sweet. And she said, here's my fridge leftovers ready to go to London in a cool bag, which she's... Lol, that she's brought her own cool bag. Oh, my God, can you bear it? But she says she's disguised it as a longchamp tote for travelling. Uh, and to be honest, I was like, is that a longchamp cool bag? Well, they should be branching out because June... There's Would the use of it right up. there. And I can see she's got, well, she's got a box of raspberries, two baby bell and two hard boiled eggs. So somebody's going to have a lovely time sat next to her on that <laughs> She's cracking open that Burford brow. <laughs> That's it. But we're going to do wedding stuff. So we'll sort out the old dress. Good. Yeah, I'll get it sorted. Um, oh God, I meant to tell you actually, she told me off because I didn't, I left, I used up the end of my moisturiser when, when I was at home and she told me off for not snipping the top off. She said she had another four days out oh, of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, enjoy yourself, June. Right, shall we do a bit of news from the north? Let's. Now, mine has come from the Sheffield Star. Fun. As Britain's 20th funniest and best shop names are revealed, oh here God. are the top nine in Sheffield. Perfect. Spruce Spring Clean. <laughs> Very good. A fish called Rhonda. Oh my God. And Cell Fridges <laughs> have all topped a list of the funniest and most bizarre business names in Britain. My brother, I once said I was going to sell fridges and my brother said, do they sell fridges? The funny penny names are from all over the country and just for fun, we've compiled a list of the nine best ones in Sheffield. See how many you've spotted on your travels and let us know if you know any others. So, no, number one, we've got Walk This Way, which is actually... Oh, no, that's Walk to Work, which is a chain down yes. here, isn't it? Um, that's no pun. Assault and Battered. The Effing Sandwich Shop. Good Lord. Outrageous. Um, Big Baps. Very good. Enjoying that. Codrophenia. Fish and oh, Chip Shop. Codrophenia! Because <laughs> the Codfather. There's a Codfather on every road. That was literally the next oh, one. Oh, really? Yeah. Snip Doggy Dog, which is a dog grooming business. That's good. Uh, Ryan Hare. Oh, I like Ryan Hare. Um, which is which is a pub. Um, but then... It's a pub! Ryan it's a Hare. pub. Ryan Hare. Oh, that's ridiculous. Well, why isn't it a hair salon? It is a barbershop. It just looks like a pub. Right, yeah, Gosh. sure. I was like, well, that's an opportunity missed. <laughs> what are you going to call your pub? Ryan Hare. <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyway, the piece then goes on um, to talk about this national survey yeah. that uh, Vistaprint did sure. to find the names. But the top 20 shop names in the UK, I'm going to give you That's the list. That's what this is. Right, okay. That's what this is. So we've got Sherlock Holmes, which is a locksmith from Portsmouth. Very nice. Floral and Hardy, which is florists <laughs> in Hertfordshire. Uh, we've got a fish called Rhonda in Wales. Right Hassel, solicitors. Oh, that's good, <laughs> isn't it? A right Hassel. <laughs> Jean-Claude Van Mam. <laughs> which is a removal company from Merseyside. Um, Great Expectations, which is fireplace specialists. Do you know what? I think I've seen it. I think I've seen Great Expectations. It's in Wimbledon. Bonnie Tyler, which is tiling and plumbing in Gateshead. <laughs> this is an amazing one. This is an amazing one. Deja Brew, <laughs> which is a coffee house in Denton. <laughs> the Chop Father, which is a barber's in Bristol. Yeah, good. Uh, we've got Facial Attraction, which is a beauty salon in Pontypool in Wales. Samuel L. Jackson, the L stands for learning for a driving instructor. <laughs> Hair oh Raid Shelter, which is a hairdresser's yeah, in Norfolk. that's good. This is great. Alan Cartridge, which is office supplies <laughs> in Leeds. <laughs> oh, God, they're so good. Jason Donovan, which is a food truck serving Donna Kebabs. Brilliant. Donovan. Oh, Donovan. Oh, my God. It's so good. Um, PG Trips, which is a bus charter. <laughs> Well, you know, in Kentish Town, we've got Kenfish Town, which is the, oh, that's, yeah, good. that's the fish and chip place. I've seen Crowning Glory, a lot of hairdressers called the Crowning Glory. Oh, that's yes. good. Yeah. And also there was a, oh, Pizza the Action, which was a pizza place. If you yes. see any good shop oh names, gosh, send, send them, them through. Please send them in. Now, are you ready for a bit of a Jackanory? Oh, my gosh. A bit of yes. story time, because this is Haunted Wirral. This is from the Wirral Globe, which we had great fun with last week. Welcome to Haunted Wirral, a feature series written by world-famous psychic researcher Tom Slellman for the Globe. In this latest tale, Tom explores the strange case of Tranmere's terrifying woman in black. So are you ready? This is his story that he's written as part of a series. At dusk, Tranmere's Agnes Road is a sleepy little row of two dozen houses, Gosh. terraced, detached and semi-detached, Detailed. nestling amongst a row of young horse chestnut trees adjoining Mersey Park. However, behind the respectable facade of this pleasant suburban road, a supernatural terror lurks in one of the houses, and <laughs> it is a haunting which has left an unfathomable mystery in its wake that remains unsolved to this day. Ooh. The house was... Like most of the terraced houses on Agnes Road, built in 1945, and in the early 1970s, a couple in their 20s, we'll call them Keith and Heidi, moved <laughs> into the house. Keith was a taxi driver, and Heidi had just started as a secretary in a local school. It was summer when the couple moved into the house, and Keith called on a friend named Roger to get the back garden into shape, as the grass was overgrown and there was rampant growth of weeds that needed to be tackled. Like Ken's lawn last week. <laughs> Roger arrived at the house in his old Morris Minor on Saturday morning with shears, a machete and a petrol-driven lawnmower, Gosh. and Heidi continually supplied him with ice-cold cordial and sandwiches as he worked, stripped to the waist under the blistering sun. That was Roger. <laughs> Not Heidi. <laughs> At one point, as Heidi was watching the inane Abbott and Costello film on the television, Roger ran into the lounge and declared that he had just seen a ghost. Hurry up before she goes, <laughs> he told Heidi. And he ran through the kitchen and into the garden. 
But when Heidi got out there, Roger said, She's gone! She was all dressed in black and had sort of a sticky out dress on. Her face looked as white as chalk and her hair was jet black, done up in a bun. Oh, that's great. That's all we need in a new home. A ghost, said Heidi with a little icy shudder down her back on such a hot August day. I'm serious, Heidi, said Roger, staring at the spot at the end of the garden where he'd seen the ghost appear. I'm not pulling your leg or anything. I know. I believe you, Roger said Heidi, and your arms have gone all goose pimply, she observed. Gosh, Roger's on the edge. She was bending down as if she was picking something up or searching for something near that tree stump, Roger recalled, and he walked off, wading through the long grass until he reached the spot. He bent down and almost vanished into the jungle of weeds and grass, and then Heidi saw him throwing grass sods he uprooted in every direction. Roger then lifted something up. It looked like a box. He brought it over to Heidi. It was a small coffin. <gasps> Heidi felt faint when she saw it. It looks like a baby's coffin, she said, drawing back from the coffin, which was about two feet in length. Who'd bury a child in a garden? Roger wondered, and he tried to wipe the encrusted soil from the small rusted plaque on the coffin, but instead he lost his grip on the box and it slipped from his hand and landed on the path. <gasps> Upon impact, the lid came off and something fell out as Heidi screamed. A strange-looking wooden doll in tattered grey clothes tumbled across the path to Heidi's sandals. She was relieved it wasn't a corpse, but it was still a gruesome find. Too near her sandals for my liking. <laughs> Roger crouched down and said, Look at what in God's name? The doll's head, carved out of a dark wood, had what looked like five little daggers inserted into it. One in each ear, one in each eye and one in the mouth. Heidi told Roger to rebury the coffin and the doll, but he took it to his car and put it in the boot. He intended to take the weird doll to an antiques expert to see if it was worth anything. <laughs> Always seeing an opportunity. Roger mowed the back garden and Heidi's husband, husband Keith returned home on a break from the cabs. Before Heidi could mention the ghost and the doll in the coffin, Keith said, you're not going to believe this. As I was pulling up outside, I saw a woman in black, all old-fashioned clothes and that. She was looking into Roger's car. What? gasped Heidi. Keith said this figure had vanished as he got out of the car. Heidi told him that the same ghost had been seen in the back garden and she also told him about the doll with the daggers in its head that had been found in the coffin interred in the back garden. Keith was glad Roger was taking the doll as he felt he had something to do with it had something to do with witchcraft. However, as Roger drove home that day, he got the fright of his life when he saw the pale-faced woman in black hovering alongside the car. She screeched at Roger and her head and arms somehow came into the car and grabbed him. Roger drove back to the house on Agnes Road and he reburied the coffin and its wooden corpse. Keith protested at him reburying the coffin, but Roger swore at him and drove off. Every evening the couple saw the woman in black kneeling at the site of the buried coffin and at the end, in the end, they left the house. Just what that doll with five daggers in its head represents, I do not know. Gosh. So yes, that was an eerie tale. <laughs> and there is a series Took of a them. real turn there. I've got to show you the picture though of the woman in black <laughs> swooping in. <laughs> That's incredible. So there you go, a little ghost story for you, Portslough crew. Um, do you want to play Would You Rather? Yes. Jules. Sorry, I was yawning then, <laughs> no, I'm I so know. sorry. Well, fair enough, it went on a while. <laughs> Would you rather give bad advice or take 
bad advice. Oh, I feel like I take bad advice <laughs> yeah. every week. <laughs> All the time. Yeah, I think, yeah, take bad advice. Because, well, if I knew it was bad advice, yes. then definitely. I think I'd rather give advice to give bad advice to someone who I'm not bothered about yeah fair enough or I was thinking if you were bothered you could maybe you know accompany it by saying this is bad advice <laughs> <laughs> FYI Kate <laughs> <laughs> would you rather and heads see. up I'm under a spell yes this is bad advice don't take it <laughs> double blink <laughs> yeah <laughs> So you're going for give bad advice. Yes. We absolutely adore you for listening. Thank you so much for sitting through my ghost story. <laughs> News from the North took a very funny turn. We'll be back to normality next week. It was all very, very Put odd. Put the Ouija boards absolutely. away. Um, we absolutely adore you for oh, listening. Um, you can get in touch anytime. The address, if you want to write to us, is... The Port Salute Crew HQ. P.O. Box. Six. Six. Seven. Four. Seven. London. N. W. Five. Nine. G. H. Um, we always finish on Jules's word or affirmation of the week. What have you gone for? I really wanted to do a word, but I haven't found one in time, so we're getting another affirmation. Oh, Can't apologise enough. I matter. And what I have to offer to this world also matters. Oh, yes, yes. Very good, very, very, very good. Um, we adore you for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.